So I have Ray Haynes, our general manager, in today. He's been on the Rise and Sign show this morning, talking about Passover. Mm-hmm. To- tomorrow, talking about Resurrection Sunday. As well as a live Seder on Facebook Live and here on the radio station. Now, can you can you give me just a glimpse, just a, a tight one sentence of explaining what a, a Seder is, maybe that someone out there doesn't quite understand? Uh, simplest would be the Last Supper. Okay. Hmm. And... It, what which you never realize when you're reading through scripture, especially the book of John, is the I think beginning in like chapter thirteen or so, it's the Seder. They're not telling you all the pieces, but all the scriptures, my peace I leave with you. Mm-hmm. He, he's eating an egg. He's taking apart, they're dipping the egg in the salt in salt water and taking and they're separating it. So we're gonna show you where all those scriptures come from, what that's all about, the commandments, the prayer that he prays, all of that's it's Passover. Mm. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. I knew you would know the answer, right? I knew you would have a really good answer. <laughs> Only thing I can do is put it all in one sentence. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> sure. How well do you know me? Yeah. Uh, so we're looking at Palm Sunday uh, now, and and you can get all of these clips. You can get all of the teachings that are that Ray has, has taught this morning and will continue to teach tomorrow right there on our Victory blog and you can uh, also go to Victory 915's Facebook page and get all of the notes and get all of the teachings. So just sure. sit there, listen through, and be able to read through as well. Yeah, and it'll help. I know that's a lot to soak in your brain, so it helps <laughs> to have either the, the live or the notes back, and you can look at it and hopefully get you ready for uh, your Good Friday and get you ready for Easter. And mm-hmm. I just love pressing into Jesus. This is my favorite season. So I want to take you back. I, I just put the newsletter for the month of March was dealing with Palm Sunday to get you ready for last Sunday. But in case you hadn't got that, I want to just give you that before we get to the Seder tomorrow. So it's the we're in the, the Jewish month of Nisan, N-I-S-A-N. So the 10th of Nisan in Scripture is when they chose the Lamb. And that became Palm Sunday, the same day that Jesus entered the city. So here's Scripture from Exodus 12. On the 10th month, on the 10th of this month, Nisan, every man shall take for himself a lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. Now you should keep it until the 14th day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. This was the command. So the 10th of Nisan was obviously important to God. Not only did he foreshadow the date in Egypt, he used prophets and psalmists to describe events that would be accomplished by the Messiah at his coming. But 40 years after Moses led them across the Red Sea, the Israelites came out of the wilderness, crossed into the promised land on that very day, the 10th of Nisan, and celebrated the Passover four days later. And it said, now the people came up from the Jordan on the 10th day of the first month, the camp of Gilgal on the eastern border of Jericho. It's Joshua 4. So we're going to go forward way ahead now for 2,000 years. So that's from about 1,500 years ahead to the time of Jesus. Since the time of Moses, each spring the Passover lamb was chosen, set apart on the 10th of Nisan as preparations began for its slaughter on Passover, which was the 14th of Nisan. It was for this very reason Jesus, as the Messiah and Passover lamb, had to enter Jerusalem on that very day when the perfect lamb was being selected and set apart. So everybody was doing that that day. There were just out crowds there. They were all getting their lamb. In 30 AD, it was indeed a Sunday when Jesus, the Messiah, rode into town. Four days later on Thursday when Jesus, the Passover lamb, was slaughtered on the cross for our sins. So, were the throngs of shouting people on the streets of Jerusalem even aware of who Jesus was? 
Well, we know a lot by what they were shouting. When they entered Jerusalem through the eastern gate, here's the quote, the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Now, we have those words in our Christian churches and our songs and our hymns, but why do they choose these words? The word Hosanna in Hebrew is Hashianah, or literally, save, please. And it's part of Psalm 118, which is one of six songs of what's called the Hallel. It's Psalms 113 through 118. These are the songs of praise and thanksgiving that are always used during the Feast of Passover, or Pesach. So Psalm 118 is the one that they're using right there. It was recited on the way to the temple, also in the temple at the time of the slaughtering of the Passover sacrifice. So it's not a random thing that they just picked a verse out of, out of the air to, to say welcoming Jesus in. The Jews of the first century were waiting for the Messiah, and they expected him to pass through the eastern gate when he came to rule. So shouting Hashianah to Jesus as he entered the eastern gate was a clear declaration for them, of, and they knew exactly who he was. And Ezekiel, as the prophet watched as the glory of the Lord left the temple through the entrance of the east gate, it says, of the Lord's house, and over to the Mount of Olives. Later, Ezekiel saw the glory of the Lord return to the temple through the gate facing east. Still later, Ezekiel described a time when the eastern gate would be shut up. The Lord said to me, this gate is to remain shut. It must not be open. No one may enter through it. It is to remain shut because the Lord, the God of Israel, has entered through it. When the prince provides a freewill offering to the Lord, the gate facing east would be opened for him. If you go to Israel today... The Muslims have concreted over the eastern gate mm. and put a, put a cemetery there. They actually fulfilled the scripture that uh, Ezekiel saw all those years ago. But here's the, here's the cool part. The, Psalm, the words of Psalm 118 not only greeted Jesus as he arrived in Jerusalem, he would recite the very words during the Last Supper, the night of his betrayal and arrest. And he would no doubt hear those words because they're sung echoing over and over as he was hanging on the cross. They're chanted by the priest as they slaughtered hundreds of thousands of lambs. So listen to the last nine verses. Now put yourself in the place of Jesus. You're hanging on a cross dying for these people. This is the gate of the Lord, which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you, for you've answered me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. So God arranged the singing of this, the chanting, all of this from the time he entered the city, he said those words at Passover, and now they're singing them over him as he's dying on the cross. They're, in a sense, almost bringing him encouragement of what he's doing. Now, you have two occurrences in Scripture where Jesus weeps. In Luke 19, Jesus prays over Jerusalem during this week, this Passion Week. He saw the city and wept over it, saying, If you had known, even you, especially in this your day. 
the things that make for your peace. But now they are hidden from your eyes. For days will come upon when, you, when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you, and close in on you on every side and level you and your children within you. to the ground and they will not leave in you one stone upon another because you did not know the time of your visitation that's why we're doing Passover so that you might come to know Jesus and you might understand how he visits because 40 years after he, 40 years after he said that Titus came destroyed Jerusalem uh, a million Jews were killed. They killed 100,000 each other inside the city. It was just a horrid kind of thing. But Christians were able to come out, and they not one Christian died in that because they had that verse. They knew the time of the visitation. In the New Testament, he weeps only twice. One, th- one there over Jerusalem, and once over Lazarus, a one week before. Both occasions are on the Mount of Olives, occurred relatively close time-wise, and location-wise, he's just in Bethel, which is just over the hill. But these two cheerful scenes only make sense when you look at them together. Why did Jesus intentionally allow Lazarus to go through the suffering and torment of death and then weep over him if he was just going to raise him back to life? So perhaps the suffering of Lazarus was a perfect shadow of the suffering coming upon Israel. And perhaps the tears of Jesus were more significant than tears for the death of a friend. He was weeping for us all. Dead in sin with only one remedy. So that's just a sneak peek, if you will. That's Palm Sunday. That's the, that article is actually in the newsletter, which you can find in um, on the blog as well. And so I'll put all of these notes, all the recordings are almost already over there, and then everything from tomorrow as well. You can click on Facebook to find it. We'll have a link on the radio station's website as well. But blog.victory.radio will get you there. All right. Well, we will see you bright and early tomorrow morning Indeed. as you celebrate and you'll continue on through Resurrection Sunday. You kind of left us hanging. It's kind of like a to be continued, but it's going to be an awesome, awesome time. So if you want to listen to any of the clips from this morning or tomorrow, make sure you go to Victory 915's Facebook page as well as blog.victory.radio.